Welcome everyone here at Boss It. We would love to hear from you. Join us in our Boss It community by heading over to our website, bossitclub.com and join our mailing list. As we grow, we will be launching our community of fellow Boss It BFFs and we want you to be a part of it. Okay, Sophie and Noreen, let's dig into this. I can't wait to tell them all about how we got here. Welcome to the Boss It Podcast. My name is Sophia Noreen and I took an Etsy startup and launched it in big box retailers within 12 months. As a creative with an entrepreneurial drive, I left my full-time career in healthcare to find better harmony between career, family, and self-care. We believe you can have it all. Yes, you can launch and run a successful, scalable business while maintaining harmony in all aspects of your life. We believe we can learn from each other and draw on many experiences to create the best life possible. During each episode, we will share proven life hacks that will keep you on top and striving every day. There should be no hesitation. Make a plan, take action. We are here for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Boss It Podcast. My name is Sophia Noreen, and I am going to be sharing an interview that I did with Munira from Hijab Forum. And the reason I thought we should share this interview with you guys is because me and Munir speak about many things, specifically about one incident that occurred in my life last year and how it affected the business. As I always say, your business life and your personal life are very much intertwined. So one does affect the other. And I thought by sharing this interview, it will give you a little bit more perspective on some of the trials and tribulations that a business owner like myself has to go through in order to continue on and make the business as successful as possible, even when circumstances are not the most ideal. Guys, this interview is really great, and I hope that you enjoy it. If you do want to check out Munir's podcast, you can find her at Hijab Forum. And if you have any questions at all about the content that we cover in the interview, you can always email us at hello at bossaclub.com. Okay, guys, enjoy the interview. Hello, and welcome back to the Hijab Forum podcast. My name is Manira, and today I have Sophia Nareen with me, who wears many hats. She started off her career as a registered physiotherapist and went into management at hospitals, but always wanted to give back to the community while being able to express her values. She always had a burning passion for starting her own business, so she decided to pivot her direction to focus on what mattered to her most, and we will dive into all of that and many, many more. So without further ado, I present to you Sophia. Hi, everyone. How's it going? We're good. So before we get into like the good stuff and all the good things about you, can you just give us a little rundown about you and the work you've done to date? Yeah. So you did a pretty good job of covering who I am. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I am a registered physiotherapist and I worked for about 10 years, almost 10 years in a hospital. When you're working frontline, you get a lot of perspective for life and that life is very short and we should do Mm -hmm. as much as we can in the time that we have here. And you summed it up really nicely. I still work as a clinic manager part-time to be able to balance work life. Yeah. With the kids, because I have two daughters and I decided decided to go ahead and start a product-based business called also Sophia. And that is currently selling in big retail, direct to customers for e-commerce website. And then of course on big shelves this year will be at Walmart, hopefully fingers crossed for that. So that's me in a nutshell. And this has all come about this change in my lifestyle and career path taken a fold over the last three years, almost. That's amazing. Before this, I guess you did touch on what you were doing before you got into the industry. Is there an area of expertise that you've learned along your journey, like a tool or a tactic that other Muslim women who want to pursue their passion need to know about, but probably don't? Skill or a tactic, like an approach? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. Something that you come across that you've perfected. I would say knowing who you are and really listening to your own voice. Unfortunate in a lot of ways, but women in general, and I think more so in the Muslim community, give our voice to others and we don't listen to our internal voice. Yes. So if you really think about it, you will rely on your parents, your siblings, elders. You may rely on friends for advice. And that's, that's great that you do rely and you take counsel, but you do need to listen to your own voice and if your own voice is saying you want to do something or you want to pursue something or you don't want to pursue something, then you should listen to your own voice as well. You should not discount it because it's your own voice. And I think that really has to come, it really comes back to the confidence that is instilled in you as a young child. And again, that's going down like a therapy line, your formative years <laughs> and what you have been brought up with. So we won't go too deep into that. But I do feel that our community, especially as women, we do default a lot of our decision-making to others when we really should say upon, take it upon ourselves and say, this is actually the path I think that's more appropriate for me. A lot of individuals would default to the parents, which is normal. And in many circumstances, that's normal. But mm-hmm. I would say, if you have a strong urge or sensation to go and do something, I would say, speak up. Most things that I have done actually to date, I've had to, I wouldn't say fight, but definitely it wasn't an easy some mm-hmm. people would say actually it was a fight. There's many things that I think individuals take for granted that unfortunately it's Muslim women, we do have to fight for. That would be the approach I would suggest that many women try to diplomatically use your voice and be persistent. Don't give up. If somebody says you can't do that or that's not appropriate, yeah. just go about it a different angle and see if that angle will be easier for you to accomplish what you're trying to go and do. Yeah, honestly, the underlying theme I'm hearing here is the fact that you just don't give up and don't take no as a no forever. It's a no for that tactic or that strategy and just refine it and repurpose it in the best ways possible until you get it to fit exactly what you want it to do for you. Thank you for that. That's a very good piece of advice that you've shared. So now that you've come this far, can you give us a time in your journey that you consider to be your worst entrepreneurial moment and tell us that story and we'll explore more about that and the lessons you've learned. It's pretty deep and I will share it with you and and your listeners. But last year during COVID, my dad suddenly passed away. Oh, a lot. And yeah, it was unexpected. Mm-hmm. We're unsure if it was partially due to COVID, not going into too much of the science, but of course, he yeah. was ill and COVID may have caused delay in his medical treatment and or he may have had it and it was a false negative that came through as a test. Yeah. So last year at this time, what happened was Walmart, it's exactly a year, I would say at this time, Walmart shipments were delayed. They were coming through. We were very fortunate to work with a very good logistics team that was being very courteous given the circumstances. I had just signed up with them. They mm-hmm. hadn't even finished onboarding our company, but they knew that, okay, her dad is ill. Walmart is a big company that we want to make sure we get. So they pulled together and they started doing all the work on the back end. And I would say it was the worst experience only because it was that moment where my vision was to get the products on the shelf because that was the whole point of the company, yes. making Eid and Ramadan available for everyone in a retailer that it's available all the time or available mm-hmm. to most money. It's yeah. accessible. And so anyways, that was happening in tandem with my dad being sick. So I was taking calls in the IC room. It was a bad experience in that. I couldn't celebrate at the same time. I couldn't celebrate that at all. So even with COVID, I couldn't celebrate seeing the products on the shelf, doing the work that we had done. Somebody else was capturing the photos, which was fine. I I knew they were there and I knew people were experiencing it, but just a lot of unfortunate circumstances that came together 
what I would say, which came out of that was I had to be as resourceful as possible during those moments. I could not do those things by myself. I had to lean on others and I had to trust others to get it done. And if the warehouse, for example, couldn't get it done, I had an assistant working with me as well, who was trying to do things in the back end. If they couldn't get it done, then I would have had to say, that's fine. It's Mm -hmm. not meant to be. And we can't control all of these things. After 2020, many things that people had planned were canceled, right? Many events were canceled. And in the grand scheme of things, these are all moments in life. And at the end, we all pass away. So we just take every moment, be it good or bad in our perception as a moment to be grateful for. So I'm still very grateful for all of the experience I had at that time because it gave Mm -hmm. me perspective. So if something falls through and it doesn't work out, at least your health is there, your iman's there. So you have to be grateful for it all. I guess that's really the bottom line. And then be resourceful and and trusting with others as well. Oh my God, that's the two big pieces I was about to say, like being able to lean on others because nobody builds a company ground up from just by themselves. There's no possible way unless you are living 10 lives (laughs) within yourself. So in saying that, like collaboration is key. Integration to other, even other people's opinions really do have weight in businesses, especially when you're dealing with big box companies and big box companies shop customers are people from diverse backgrounds and diverse nationalities. So when they come to the store, you have to be able to cater to what they're looking for, but staying within your values and your means. And Sophia, your brand is very connected to the Islamic faith. You sell Eid and Ramadan decor, which is so amazing. I always talk about shopping local, but in this sense, technically we're supporting our Muslim sister who put those items on a big box shelf to meet, like bridge the gap, I think, between business with the ability to connect with a bigger audience. So thank Mm -hmm. you. And you're bringing it to more like a common ground areas where it's a safe space for everybody to shop. So that is something I think that you also have to, I give credit to you on that front and it is not going unnoticed. Thank you for sharing your father's story. That's very, I know that must be something you don't want to talk about, but thank you for trusting us with that information. And so in saying that, was there a moment where you're like, oh my God, I made it. Like I did it. All this was not for nothing. And what was that moment you're like, Alhamdulillah, this is what I was working so hard for. I usually say Alhamdulillah all the time anyways, because (laughs) I think think this is the fallacy that I think everyone who's considering going into business needs to understand. It doesn't matter what your goal is. You will always, this is, I think, something that humanity needs to work on. And me, of course, included in this, Mm -hmm. that we always want more. So I actually have not said I've made it. I say Alhamdulillah, I'm so happy I get so happy when I see the products on the shelf. I get so happy when I see the products in people's hands and actually enjoying making the wreaths, like putting the flowers on and hanging it on the door or the kids painting or the kids making the cookies and all these products that I'd said, I think that would work for our customer. I think our customer would enjoy this. And that's what I'm really grateful for. But I have not yet felt like I've made it. So it's a human flaw. I, of course, aimed and said I wanted those products on a big shop retailer shelf to like basically break down the barriers. Our mission is to break down barriers so everyone can have the funds. Basically, we broke down the barriers. We created a product that was suitable for a big shelf, right? We It comes down to packaging. It comes down to the price mm-hmm. point. It comes down to where it's manufactured, supply chain. There's a, quite a few steps before yeah. it actually hits the shelf. And then after that, going home, and of course, the customer enjoying the product. I think to answer your question and sum it up, I haven't said that we've made it, but all those little parts make me entirely grateful that we're able to accomplish that step and then eventually get into the home. It's a human flaw. I have not yet said to myself, we've made it. And I think there's more that we can do. Maybe that's why. Maybe I feel like we're not done the journey yet and there's more to come. Maybe that's why. But I think it's also a flaw of humanity that we're just always looking for more. 
No, I 100% agree with you. I think that we always strive for more, especially when it's something that you're working on yourself. This is your legacy, if you want to say it in those terms. So in a sense, you're literally giving yourself to the company and you want your work to look perfect. Obviously, perfection is subjective and obviously objective to the person who's looking at it from the other side, but we're never ready. We're never 100% ready. But the fact that you tried is enough for people to be like, oh my God, I can do it too. And you're sending a message to other Muslim brands who don't feel like they can make it to the dominant society to connect with the world, the common world, to make it normalized to celebrate Ramadan, to make it normalized to celebrate Eid and be okay with talking about it publicly and at work. Like how many times have you had in your past or in your schooling years? I'm just speaking from my own experience and maybe you can relate where you couldn't even say, oh, you have to take the day off because of Eid. Even Mm -hmm. requesting time off was so embarrassing because you look like you're forcing them to say yes. But now when you see big box stores, when you see even Party City, sometimes Mm -hmm. you walk in, you're like, oh my God, they talk about us now and we're normal. Mm -hmm. Alongside the Christmas decorations, the fact that we can have a space and a voice, it's going to be uphill climb forever. And I 100% agree with you. We're never ready. And I don't discount your suggestion of never being perfect. I 100% agree with you. I'm on that wave. Every day I look at myself and I'm like, I Mm -hmm. can do better. So 100% agree with you. You made a good point. And definitely the aha moment has not come yet. I can't wait for you to even talk more about your journey on your social media. I will definitely follow that. I do have the new mantra I've recently adopted because I think it's really strong. And I think a lot of people should actually take this as their mantra is it's okay to be perfectly imperfect. And the reason why I say perfectly imperfect is because there's no such thing as perfection. So your imperfection is perfect. And basically a product line last year was called Perfectly Imperfect because we had so much damaged stock and it sold out because it was perfect for that. Exactly. Had imperfections. And when we say we haven't made it, well, we still keep trying, like you said. And I think, like you said, if, if it's my example, that is what's needed for other brands to just push themselves further or faster and say, you know what? It's not perfect, but it's perfectly imperfect. You're never going to be perfect. So I would say if people can adopt that and really use that as their foundation to keep moving forward, do it because otherwise you're, you don't know what you're missing. You don't even know how much time we have. So imagine like you waste your time, not even waste, like you spent your time looming over like it's not perfect. This sketch is not perfect. I don't want this done. You're going to spend so much time on that and not enjoy your flowers, enjoy your work, see it come to life. And then you can make your tweaks and then you can do this and you can do that. Mm-hmm. And you're never going to be perfect regardless. If you think it's perfect, somebody else chances to be like, what is that? You're always going to have that person mm-hmm. be like, what did you think was that? What's so great about that idea? Very good point. So now that you have come this far in your journey and you're still like on the strive to continue, what is your take on branding now overall? And I know you mentioned a few areas already, but do you have any other strategies that you could implement to other people to get their business up and going that you haven't already shared? In branding specifically? Yes. So they say they they have their products, everything's ready, but how can they express it to the world? There's many components of branding. And I really do feel that when you are starting to brand your company, there's a few things. One, big to be consistent with everything that you're putting out there. So it's on brand. And I'm sure you've heard that tagline before. So ensure that you're on brand. So it's not confusing to the customer and also customer in mind. I always say one of the pillars is your customer. So who they are, how they are, how they act, their psychometrics. What are they thinking? For example, with also Sophia, our customer was a Walmart customer. 
they didn't have to shop at Walmart, but they are the typical individual who would go to a Walmart in Canada because a Canada Walmart has a different customer than a US Walmart. And each neighborhood of Walmart has a different customer base. Mm. So if I'm going to say, I want the customer base that is at my Walmart, I call it my Walmart. It's sitting in a mall at Aaron Mills Town Center in Mississauga. That's my Walmart. And the people that shop in that Walmart will want my products. And so that's where I think when you start your company and you start branding, make sure you think of your customer and then develop your brand around what that customer would be attracted to. So for example, if you go for like a Kate Spade, they would have a different brand, a different look compared to say somebody like a Michael Kors because their customers are a little different. And so if you go down to that basic level and really understand who that person is and then create the brand colors, the brand messaging, the pillars of the brand, put it in line with that customer, you're serving that customer and be consistent. And that's where I say you should start. People put a lot of effort into branding and that's fine. You can mm-hmm. start to really think about branding, but I don't think people should get stuck with creating the logo, creating the brand colors. You can do a brand board. That's fine, but it shouldn't take you months to do that brand board. You can keep changing. That logo that you people see for also Sophia was literally me. I have done everything. Like I haven't hired out anybody for graphic design. At the end of the day, literally the Flavicon that I had on my website, the little the AS is from my website's like little thing that you see at the top when you the like little, the, you know, like, yeah, the, the, the Favicon, the yes. Browser, the right? or something, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. That's all it is. That's it. That was it. Oh, was- it's Brad. It's yours. Like I now when I see that color, I think maybe because I've seen it so many times this week <laughs> when I was doing some research, <laughs> but I think it's very neutral. It's, it's easy on the eyes and that kind of stuff goes into why you even chose it probably subconsciously, not even realizing it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You would be surprised at how much your subconscious will reveal to you, but of how <laughs> Like I'm telling you, people get stuck on branding. Just don't get stuck. Just start and it will develop itself as well. But always keep your customer in mind and develop your brand for your customer. Love that so much. And Eid is around the corner and Ramadan's on the corner. So even like knowing the timing, the seasons, like how can you make this all year? Like I've seen some of your posts where you're like, why can't we celebrate Eid all year? Like, why do we have to like hide away our decor? Why can't we celebrate it in the home? Which is beautiful. I love that. That's something we have to normalize even with our kids. Where our kids are growing up in this country and any other westernized country, it's not up to par with what we think we should be celebrating openly. In saying that, we have to normalize Eid in the home. We have to normalize Ramadan in the home. We have to normalize family relationships, Islam. It's still while they're young because they're instilling other things in children while they're young like math science all these things are instilled at such a young age when we're sponges so Mm -hmm. why not incorporate that sponge with other things that they can also instill as their moral core beliefs which Mm -hmm. i love Okay, so we're getting to the end and I don't like it, but there's so much I want to talk about, but I love this. So share something you're excited about coming up and what have you got in store that you can openly share without crossing the line of your business? Revealing too much. Um, Yes. What is coming up for Also Sophia? Also Sophia, we are expanding more categories. I had always intended it to be a versatile and diversity company. There is team members that celebrate other festivities. So we will be introducing more festivities that are for minority communities in Canada and the U.S. Yes. And I would say Europe as well. So that's one exciting thing. So I'm actively going to be working on those lines in the next coming weeks once Eid and Ramadan have been fairly automated. Right now, we're just making sure that the products will get to Walmart to make sure that all of our pre-orders are filled. And that's one exciting thing that will be coming up. Other communities can enjoy their festivities on the shelves at big retailers and also directly through e-commerce. We're also going to try very hard to go to the UK 
and to Abu Dhabi and Dubai, the UAE. So we're going to try to go over the pond, as I call it, the UK, Europe, and the UAE. So that's another big thing that we really would like to do for 2022. That way, our European sisters and brothers and all the individuals in the Middle East, all our sisters and brothers out there can actually get our products because we've been getting a ton of requests. I feel terrible because they can't justify the price point for shipping. And I think it's also due to COVID. COVID has caused the shipping rates to go up quite a bit. And the delays and timing too. Is it feasible to order it now? Is it too late? Yeah, you should give at least six weeks overseas. So those are the big pieces of the pie in the next 12 months. Inshallah, we can roll up our sleeves and get all that done. That is so exciting. And I think the biggest takeaway I would take if I was just listening to this episode is the fact that your dreams can be reality. When you shop, you can literally see your brand or your representation of who you are and what you believe as your core values and all these things that we discussed earlier. And dream high, dream big, because there's no limitations on what we can discover in our own imagination. But bringing it into life is a whole nother ballgame. And I'm so proud that somebody took the initiative to say, this needs to get better. Seeing ourselves when we go shopping, why do we have to hide? what we celebrate. And yes, online is great, but there is still a large community of people that still want to shop traditionally in store. And even online, you can now order these great objects online. So you're bringing it to the forefront. You're bringing it, honestly, it can bring about teaching Islamic values to people who don't know much about it. And now you can Mm -hmm. also gain the benefits of that. There's so many like areas of open doors for yourself. I'm so happy to hear that this is your passion project because it can do more than you could have probably ever imagined. Like you're probably touching people who don't even realize Islam is peaceful or Islam has these values and these benefits and these traditions that we love so much. These teachings that underlie the reasons why we behave and why we react and all mm-hmm. these things get a true image of Islam and not what we see on CNN or Fox News. So thank you. Thank you for me and from the community. I will speak for everybody right now and saying thank, thank you. you. So before we end off, can you share a parting piece of guidance and the best way we can reach you on your socials. Okay. Parting piece of guidance, a little guidance for everyone. I have so many pieces of guidance. I think I've been sharing them throughout the 30 minutes that we've had, which I'm so grateful that we were able to connect. And thank you again for having me on. I think the biggest guidance I would give to anybody listening to this episode that has an idea and really does want to bring it to life is just think of it the small, don't think of the big mountain all at once. Also, Sophia didn't start overnight. I was in the discovery phase, as I refer to it as, for a long time as I was working as a physiotherapist. I had always in my head and my heart wanted to do my own thing. And I think that's just something innate that comes to you. And you might be feeling it if you're listening to an episode like this. Mm -hmm. But basically, I had created a few things before also Sophia started. Nothing at that scale and nothing as intentionally, but it had started creating things. And one thing I did create, and it's a sign that sits behind me. And the quote is this. It doesn't matter if the climb is big or small, break it down and attack that mountain. That's a quote that came to me back six years ago, maybe five years ago now. Yeah, five years ago. And what that really means is that mountain that I saw way back three years ago when this journey started, I said, I really want to do this. I want to do this for our community. I want to do this for our children. I want to make sure that I'm not spending $10 on printables and having to do it myself. I want a convenient Mm -hmm. product on the shelf. As a busy mom, I don't have to be doing these things last minute. I can just run into the store and grab what I need and run out. Because reality is e-commerce or not, you will never be able to grab and go unless you're in a store environment. So I had to break it down into these small steps and start that climb. That's my advice to everyone. So Basically, just break it down and get it done. And remember, you can do it. You have to be persistent. You have to be iterative. You have to try over and over again. But if it's meant to be, it will happen. 
I love that. Definitely love that. And the fact that I think that even hearing it, we know this is all like cliche. Obviously, we see it in books, we see it on TV. Mm-hmm. But hearing it from somebody who shares mm-hmm. the same mindset as you and the same drive and the same passion, it hits different. It really hits different. I'm happy to hear that. So where can we find you and when could we expect to see your products or where can we even buy it online? Okay, so you can follow on Instagram is probably where we're most active. And the handle is underscore Sophia. S-O-P-H-I-A. We also have a website called alsosofia.com and that's where you can go shopping. We do ship to Canada and the US. We have international shipping available. It's just that the cost, the carrier cost is on the customer. So that's the only unfortunate part there. And Walmart will be carrying the products. So there will be a link on our website to tell you which selected Walmart stores we are going to be offering our products to this year. And if you are into podcasts and you do also want to listen to me chatter like this, you can go to Bossit Club on Instagram. It's called at Bossit Club. And that's where you'll hear me invite other brands and business owners and people like yourself even to record on our podcast. And we have a little community because I do realize that there is a lot of individuals out there that just need that accountability guidance rather than mixing it up with also Sophia's platform, we pulled it out. And so that's where you'll find that type of information is on uh, the Bossit Club. Thank you. And that's exactly how I found Sophia in the first place. Like I literally was on a clubhouse conversation and then I saw your group there and I was so intrigued Mm -hmm. that I had to reach out to you in your DMs and your Instagram. And I said, oh my God, I love what you've been doing. How can we connect? That's how it works. Like when women support women and Muslim women support Muslim Mm -hmm. women, that just shows how needed we are in society and the connections you can make are endless and the things you can do together are priceless and endless on their own. Thank you so much for participating in this conversation with me. Thank you for having me interview you and getting to know more about you so that our listeners can also provide support to you and bring awareness to your brand. I only wish you the best. Thank you again. And thank you to all of your listeners for tuning in today. Thank you guys. See you next week. Okay, bye. So my fellow bosses, did you enjoy that episode? Now it's time for you to make a solid plan and take action. But first, remember to subscribe and follow the Boss It podcast so you receive a notification whenever we drop an episode. Remember to leave us a review on iTunes. Take a screenshot of your review and share it on Instagram as a post or a story and tag us at Boss It Club. If Instagram is not your thing, no worries. Email your screenshot to podcast at bossitclub.com. As a massive thank you, we will be sending you our top 50 tips for starting and scaling a business. This list is exclusively for podcast reviewers, so don't miss out. Now remember, bosses, make a plan and take action in all aspects of your life. Yes, you can have it all.